ja, Sandwagen. Rolling, 6.04 p.m. Saturday, the 27th of November. And it's, oh, it's, it's like summer came in a day. It was hot and it's still pretty warm. But uh, I was out and about today, so I'm just on my way to the prison. And um, I'm a little bit unwell, a little bit run down. So usually when I'm burning the candle at both ends, the first thing that happens is um, I get a sore throat. And, um, and then I get very tired. So uh, my throat has recovered a little bit. So I've had, you know, the moment you start burning the candle at both ends... Just winding up some windows here, but I don't have aircon yet, so she's a little warm. It's like an oven in here. Um, yeah, when you know when you burn the candle at both ends, there's and your body just says, "Look, you're going to push it, but I'm going to push you back." You know, it's so uh, now the body is saying, "You pushed it," um, and I th I think that's okay. You know, in the short term, if you know there's things that have to be done, and you've got to get them done to get through it otherwise it's going to put you in a bad situation so um so you you get on with it and because you know on the other side you're going to have time to rest and recuperate and then you can keep on looking after yourself but you know what it's like sometimes it's two steps forward one step back um because to take two steps you've got to exert more energy and then your body is going to say i was listening to an interesting an interesting speech by someone um, in our society, it seems to be that people think they can get more energy by doing more things. And nowhere in the universe is that the case. Uh, you need rest to provide energy. And you need energy to... You need exertion to provide rest. So if some people have trouble sleeping, they find if they can do a bit more exercise or something, they'll get a better sleep. Um... And then if you, obviously, if you exert too much, you're going to sleep and your body's going to get a bit run down. So um, it's just that time of year where we all know we just, we know holidays are around the corner. And, um, yeah, so I've just been helping some people out and uh, just putting my my um, routine aside for a bit. Well, I mean, as an entertainer, you don't really have a routine, do you? I was telling you about that in the last episode. I hope you guys enjoyed the Movember series podcast and video. Um, you know, really nice to give that some attention because um, I feel there's some blokes out there who really need it. Um, yeah, you know, <coughs> excuse me, voice. It's still recovering. <clears throat> But for this, um, yeah, for this episode, yeah, um, I'm sure you'll understand that sometimes we get a bit run down, and the 40-minute conversation is well within my um, my conversation fitness. It's not going to wear me out too much, and I've only got one tour to get through at the prison. They are usually night tours on Wednesday and Friday nights, but occasionally you will have an exclusive tour booking which is usually um, a work do or something like that. They'll book a tour and they'll book the prison for that. 
So, um, you know, it's just 80 bucks for me, and I just drive down there. Um, now, obviously, if I'm recording on the way down there, I can claim my fuel on tax. So you guys listening to these recordings, it's also really helping me out because, you know, traveling, as an entertainer does, uh, traveling gets expensive. So, yeah, um, it all works out in the end. Uh, and I'm just trying to get used to this business thing and what I can claim. And I realized I've been doing this for years and I, I could have been um, claiming it. So, look, that's water under the bridge. And look, you can claim it still back from years past, um, just focusing on on uh, setting up the business. So, um, yeah, last night at the prison as well. So, yeah, this time of year there's a lot of, you know, end of school trips and um, that sort of thing. So, yeah, the prison is a busy, uh, busy place, tourism, and local, local tourism. So people come from all over the state to do it, actually. It's... Um, but that's still local in this day and age. Um, so yeah, you know, I was, I I do a lot of exercise usually, and I've had to put that aside for a bit because I've been unwell. It's it's not the greatest idea to exercise while you're unwell. Um, so I I put that aside a bit, and I just get as much rest as I can, because you listen to your body; it'll tell you when it needs rest. It'll tell you. Um, so was supposed to do exercise today, but I didn't. That's fine. But what? So I'm saving myself because tomorrow morning I've got a sunrise hike for a, just a couple of hours with a group, and um, it's you know everything's provided, breakfast and that sort of thing. So I've paid for that. So I've got to go. So I've got to make sure I'm in the best condition for that. Um, met up with. So Bo from Outback Cleanups, he's in the state at the moment with his partner, and we haven't seen him since 2019. No. Was it 2019? It might have been... Yeah, it must have been 2019 when Alex and I went over to South Australia for the four-wheel drive show. And... um, Met Bo there, and uh, he came over here that straight after that for the Western Australia four-wheel drive show, and then um, yeah, we've always spent a lot of time together, and um, and uh, so it's yeah, it's great to see him again. So we caught up with him at the Narry, which is the local, which is our local, which is a is a pub, the Narrigan Inn in Armadale. Caught up with Taylor from um, Outdoors. Adventures and Door 4x4 and Customs. He builds trailers. He builds a mean trailer. So he's done Harry's trailer. He's done um, Graham uh, Graham Cahill's trailer. Um, he's done Steve's. So Steve McCarthy, our good friend, he's done his trailer. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. To, uh, to keep you listening before I ramble on too much and go on our tangent for today... Um, I've got some fantastic audio adventures ready for you for this holiday season. I've got eight hours of the Fish Creek Hut trip ready to go up. Uh, There's some good tangents in there. There's some nature sounds in there that I'm just going to mix up and bring out in the audio levels. Um, 
and next year I'm getting some better gear that's going to allow me to get better sounding audio so uh, but I can't get it at the moment I get it right now if I could but I can't it's it's you know we, we're having trouble getting all sorts of things at the moment with the shipping and that's just you know um, that is what it is oh there's a tractor up here ahead carrying some hay bales I love tractors that's that's something I can work on as well if someone needs me to work on a tractor I'll just get it done I'll find to find out how I'll read up um, yeah and then I've also got uh, yeah so when Steve so Steve McCarthy and Alex and myself went on a hike I I said to Steve so we're gonna go on a hike and you're gonna tell us some stories if I hear you telling a good story would you be okay if I just whipped out my recorder started recording these stories you're telling it's like oh yeah they they've got to be told um and so we got some deep stories in there so steve used to be a photographer in the services he was basically a spy and i'm not sure how to describe how he was a spy but he was um you know uh kept under a non-disclosure agreement for 30 years after the stuff and he's telling telling us some of the some of the stuff that was going on thirty years ago. You can imagine you can imagine what's um, well. You can't imagine what's going on now. It's you know it's the tech that's out there now. Uh, so there's some really good stories in there. They are recorded with a small recorder, so you'll hear all the ambience. You can hear the location it's in. Um, so that's you're going to get some really good audio adventures. Uh, for your relaxation over the holiday period you are going to get probably more than you care to listen to um, and look I'm, I'm thinking in the future maybe I will because I've I've pretty much got an understanding of Spotify now I know how to get stuff on there um, maybe I should start putting the Soundwagon Diaries on Spotify I don't know uh, tell me what you reckon um, and uh, if you've got any ideas of things you want me to talk about you know if you've got topics or questions that you want me to talk about please uh put them in the comments on the episode you've just listened to on patreon it's great that well, patreon now has its own player so it doesn't direct you to another website to play so that's easier for all of us um heaps of things happening to the 60 over this holiday period because um you know, I, I think it's really important in business uh, to schedule in uh, leisure time, rest time, play time. That's got to be part of your business schedule. Otherwise, you will, you will just work yourself into the ground um, and take on too much. Uh, I forget who was telling me that, but yes, it's important to schedule in that time to have nothing scheduled and uh, so that's what I'm going to do and in that time I'm going to just play hard with this 60 I've got a lot of stuff to do I've got to get that winch back on it's been ages and it's been sitting there and I haven't got it done because I've been focusing on business and obviously the idea behind focusing on business is um, that you know I can get more done to the 60 
if I am doing better in business and I can afford to get more stuff done to the 60. And it's very slowly working out. So now that you guys know me a bit more after the Movember videos, um, I came up with this, this saying the other day. I love coming up with sayings. A sloth can climb any tree. Just don't ask him to do it fast. But he can climb any tree. And not many people can climb those. Just don't ask him to do it fast. So, you know, I'm trying to climb these trees, but I don't actually know. I know how to climb the trees. I just don't know the whole financial side of it. I really need a, um, I really need a manager or something. I just have no idea where to go or what to find out. So I just keep talking and just keep networking and and um, thank you guys for tagging along along the way and we'll really get something big happening because I've, I've got a lot to offer and I believe that now and I've, I understand that where I just thought uh, before no one I thought that no one had uh, no one valued what I have to offer as an entertainer but now I realise that's not the case and it was just that that nervous energy side of side of us um so yeah, I've got heaps of recordings coming out for you. Sound is what I do best. I've got lots of videos to make. Um, so you guys are going to be well taken care of. Uh, Bo didn't, didn't realise about the patron thing. Bo from Outback Cleanups. So he's, he's going to get on board because he wants to catch up with what's been happening to the 60. Um, yeah, so there's always lots to work on. If you guys have any advice please send it through because um, I'm just stumbling through this shit. Um, I'm just doing doing me. You know, I heard this saying, if you don't know what to do next, focus on what you have and then the rest will fall into place. So I know what I have is myself, my entertainment skills, um, my voice, so it's all happening. I'm making a big... So the sound wagon has worked for a good sound booth and it will work for a sound booth out in the recording field, but I need one that's set up in the house, ready to go, where you don't cook yourself while you're recording because it gets very hot uh, for half the year and it's um, actually not very healthy to sit in a sauna and record voiceovers. Um... Yeah, so I've got to make a new sound booth. And I was speaking to my mate, Paddy. Um, I was saying, look, I can't get the microphone I need. And I'm a professional, and I need the microphone that the pros use. And I can't get it. Even the, the people who make the mo microphone, they can't get the silicon. It's like there's a huge silicon shortage in the world or something, and that's used in it. Um, shipping shortages, everything. So... Uh, I said, what do I do? Um, I'm ready for the next step and I, can't, and I can't physically take it. And he said, build the booth. Because you need a booth that you can stand up in and record comfortably. Uh, you need it so you don't have to park your car in the shed and set it all up with the acoustic panels and get everything in order because that takes about half an hour to set up for a voiceover. And if I'm getting in five, six auditions a day, um, it'd be nice just to be able to get on with other stuff and have a booth set up ready to um, to record, so I can have my microphone set up or my my mixer, 
my computers, everything ready to go, because the next step is to have live remote direction, which means uh, my microphone is plugged into my interface, into the computer, into the editing software, and from there it goes over the internet to the studio who is hiring me. And their audio signal is coming back through into my headphones so they can direct me in the booth live. That's what a professional voiceover artist is in 2021. Um, that's, that's, that's what the top guys are doing. And that's the next step to go from freelancing to, to being able to live connect with studios. And, um, you know, you used to have to drive into the studios to do it. Uh, and obviously there's only a couple of studios, so only a couple of gigs. Um, but, yeah, these days... So my, my mentor, um, James, died this year. Um, it deserves his rest. He was 80. It's a good innings. Uh, he said he went from having an income to having no income because he didn't know how to record himself and set up an acoustic space properly. Um, and do all that tech side of things because no one was getting people into their studios anymore because that just takes up so much organisation time when they could just go onto a website, um, book someone, say, be live at this time and we will connect up with you. And then you can also have so many more recording sessions per day. Uh, that's what it's like. So you have to be in the market. And I'm still trying to punch into that market. And all that, so we've we found out now that there are top companies paying for my voice. All I need to do is make myself more available now. And that next step is that technology and having that booth ready. So there, Patrick was saying, build the booth. Because if you get that high-quality mic and you don't have your high-quality space ready, you're going to have to build that booth anyway. So let's get it done. So we're going to do that over summer as well because the 60 series, most of the um, stuff I'm going to be doing to it, uh, a bit of a list, here we go. Uh, suspension, we'll do that first because it's been bloody uncomfortable for far too long. Actually, aircon, we're doing aircon first. Then suspension. Then the winch. Now, the winch actually needs a service. So, and there's a special oil you have to use. So that's going to be fun. Um, and then we'll put, yeah, give the winch a nice sort of rust converter, coat of paint, get it back on. Uh, because that thing just has to be there. A PTO winch is so much fun to see working. And people would often say, why don't you just chuck an electric winch compatible bull bar on there and that sort of thing. Well, then it's not, it's not what it was. It's just what everyone else has. Um, so uh, everyone loves to see the um, the standard winch on there. Interior still has a way to go. Um, look, it'll happen. It'll happen. Sound system is going to be a big thing. It's going to be a big thing. So when that comes along, um, glad for you guys to be there for that. So look, there's. Don't you worry. There is always something to do on this sixty. Um, also. So next week, uh, having a bit of a break before it gets too hot. So I'm going down to Warpole on the south coast of Western Australia to do part of the Bibbulmun track that when I did it initially in 2017, 
I did that bit at night because I had to get it town into town the next day. So I did that bit at night and I didn't actually see a lot of it because I couldn't see much at all. So I'm going down there with a mate to do that section. That's next week. When I get back from that, Steve's little Jimny, I might have told you about, so he's, he's got that big uh, Mercedes camper that you've seen on a couple of the intense videos. The Goldfields trip, you would have seen the big Mercedes camper. Um, so he thought, why does he also need a 200 series? It just um, wasn't, uh, you know, he just didn't feel he needed both. And he doesn't have a shitload of land. He's got, you know, he lives in a really, really nice area. He's got a really nice house, but, you know, there's only so much space. And he's also got his 1941 Wellies Jeep um, and, and a trailer that matches it. So he thought, well, let's, he thought if I get rid of the 200 I want sort of a weekender something I can go away with in, with the boys if, if the wife's not coming along so he went and bought himself a Suzuki Jimny fantastic beast um, now I have uh, he said he wanted the sound deadening done because it gets a little loud at highway speeds because it's only a 1.3 so it revs quite high and it's a square it's a box so the resonant uh, the standing resonant waves that happen um, are pretty full on. And it's just got none, none in it, so it's very hollow. So he wants the full sound wagon treatment. So sound wagon is going to do it for him. I got in contact with car builders and I was just going to, you know, just uh, buy the short wheel base wagon sound deadening kit and pass the price on to Steve. Um... Uh, plus labour, so I'm doing a good deal for him there. But uh, car builders, um, you know, they liked the video we did first time around. And so he said, I'm giving you a discount. I'm giving you a nice discount because I know you're going to give me some content. And I was thinking, well, I was actually just planning on getting it done. But, uh, well, looks like I'm doing some content. So you guys are going to see that video as well. That's just going to be an extra extra freebie for you. So you are going to get that video as well as whatever other video that month. Um, so I'll be doing that on the 7th, 8th and 9th of December. It'll be hot work. It's going to take me a couple of days, especially because I'm filming it as well. And then it'll take me a while to edit. And you'll see that video when you do. But I do obviously want to get it done quickly because it's not my video. It's going to be a video for car builders. And obviously because I'm an entertainer, I'm going to make it entertaining and quite dramatic. And you'll see what that means. Um, much like we did the dramatic intro to the 60. You know, that old, I don't care that you're older, that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, heaps of videos coming up, heaps of stuff. Um, and then there's, I'm talking about doing a huge hike next year that's going to be my biggest test yet. Um, but it's, it's something, it's such a big idea that we almost think it's not worth doing for YouTube. This has to be done for something bigger. And I just have no idea how to do that, whether we give it to a media distribution company or something like that, get grants to film it because, you know, we, we need the time to film it. And um, grants will pay for time, skills, 
So um, that's a huge thing, and I still don't know how to get that done. So um, let's just see how this all unfolds. Going into summer, people are going to... Um, Hey, let me know what you like to do for your summer trips. Do you like to go away or do you just like to get out of the heat and stay inside? I know that um, during the day I'm usually inside editing this time of year or in the shed, um, but I'm, I'm usually not out in the sun. Actually, me and Dad get a lot of work done around the garden in summer because we just hop in and out of the pool while we're getting things done, so that's, that was just a lie. I'm always outside in the summer, but I do have to cover up. Um, yep, so a little bit sweaty in this car. The sun is setting, the sun's shining on this car, and even though it's got all the insulation done to it, unless you're covering up the windows with, like, including the windscreen, if there's one window where light can get in, that's also where heat can get in. And because it's so well insulated, where's the heat going to go? Stays in there, stays in the air. So those first couple of minutes of starting up the car, you've got to have some aircon pumping or just do what I do and just hop in the car and drive in a sauna for the first 10 minutes until the air coming in through the windows cools everything down. See, obviously, because we survived last summer driving this thing around... Um, it's, uh, you know, I don't mind going another summer. It's just, you know, ironic that we uh, got the aircon fixed just in time for winter and then it sort of lasted half the winter and then it leaked out. I'm going to do a bit of a video on that. It's, um, I know we've already done an aircon video, so this is just going to be a refresher and to see what went wrong. Something leaked in there. So I'm going to go in there and check that out. Heaps of stuff to do, um, but this stage of the 60s life, we've got it to a point where it's driving reliably and well, and that's allowing me to focus on business more so that I can afford to do more stuff to the 60. Um, what else is in the news? Yeah, so caught up with Bo from Outback Cleanups. Taylor, Alex at the pub today. Um, it was bloody hot. It said it was, so it's just down the road from my brother's place. And at my brother's place, the temperature said it was 42. Um, the temperature on the Bureau of Meteorology app said 35. So I do believe it's somewhere between 35 and 42 degrees. Um, and that wouldn't surprise me if that was the case. It turned very quickly. We've had such a long winter and such a good winter. We were just saying, look, summer's just going to come straight around, you know, and uh, everything dries up really quickly. I used to be in the emergency services, as you know, um, and uh, we used to help out the firefighters a lot. So the SES role in summer was well, not only searches, but when there was a big fire, we would shuttle bus the firefighters to do crew changes on the fire ground. We used to drive right onto the fire ground, right into the fire and change them off there. And um, sometimes they'd say, just grab, grab the hose for a second. Uh, but now there's just so much red tape. You know, it's, it's hard for the emergency services to do their job because there's just so much red tape involved. Um, but the fire, 
the fire emergency services are pretty nervous about this summer because it's been such a good winter. So it's a big fuel load. But, you know, I was saying the other day, um, nature makes things burn. Like, if something burns, it's because it's supposed to burn. Okay, the bush burns. You get lightning strikes, and if it's supposed to burn, it will burn until it's not supposed to burn anymore. Um, the indigenous didn't spend time up in the in the Darling Range this time of year. They went to the coast for the summer, um, as we all do. You know, we get to the coast as much as possible. But the the lifestyle of people today, they have permanent dwellings in the bush, and the bush burns. It's supposed to. So the best thing we can do is just carry. Uh, take out insurance and have a firebox ready so our family has a firebox ready that's just everything's in there um, to grab quickly and um, you know uh, just have everything ready to go chuck it in the car and leave that's what it's about because that's what the indigenous did as well if there was a fire they moved on they didn't didn't stay there and they did do the mosaic fire stick farming but what that was about was um well they didn't need to burn the bush because the bush burned itself summer storms come along lightning strikes the bush burns they didn't need to burn the bush in that way they burned grass certain grasslands um to pick out their food um you know animals and they would burn as they went along. So they'd go to the next grassland and burn and make their way to the coast and then come back through. And So, you know, what it all comes down to is nature decides when something should burn. You know, obviously, if you get a firebug or somebody who makes sure that something burns, but, um, look, it's why you don't get firebugs in the middle of winter because they try to burn stuff and it probably isn't going to burn. Um, stuff burns when it's supposed to. Um, if fire comes along and whatever this fire touches, it'll either burn or it won't. So um, what, what I see, so the emergency services, what they do these days is they just, so they let it burn, but they let it burn in a controlled way that's not going to start a wildfire or a fire storm and just get everyone in the area ready. Now, to eliminate bushfires is a very bad idea because you can only do it for such an amount of time before fuel load gets too big and um, it, the whole thing will go up, you know. It's, um, so they do let it burn, and it's more about protecting property and houses around it. But everyone who lives in the areas that are susceptible to fire, they know and they've got it ready. And if they don't, that's very stupid. Getting that whistle from whatever creates that, uh, that buzz in the system. Still don't know what that is. Doesn't matter where in the car I put the recorder, that sound comes through. It's really... Really quite in there. Um, 
yeah, so big things are happening. Um, hope everyone's doing well. Um, also, the uh, so maybe a, a big-ish mod that is going to have to be done at some point. I am experiencing torque converter shudder come back through this this car, uh, which was something we were experiencing before we put the Nomad valve body on it. Um, and the higher clamping pressure of the Nomad valve body meant that it, the torque converter was now actuating properly and not shuddering. But it is a... Um, it is a weak point in the system that the torque converter clutch can go. It can wear out, and um, and the first signs of it wanting to wear out is torque converter shutter. So um, what that will lead to is wearing out the clutch plates until the, the fibre is gone and it's metal on metal, and then it sends metal through your gearbox. And it'd just be a shame to destroy that beautiful Nomad valve body that we've got in there. So um, we will uh, we will get that upgraded torque converter from Wholesale Automatics. I'll speak to them. Um, you, know, you guys will be privileged to know that we have a, a, uh, a person in here who works for Wholesale Automatics. I'm shocking with names, I forget them, so I dare not say their name um, because it might not be the right name. So, uh, But you know who you are, and I'm really grateful to have you here. And I'll talk to you guys in the future, see what we can do about getting that torque converter happening. Um, so the upgraded torque converter will be the next step here in the system. And uh, I've got a mate with a hoist. We could really get that done. So, uh, yep, torque converter, that's a big one. Lots of empty container ships sitting out off the port of Fremantle, just coming down through North Coogee into South Frio now, past the old power station. Interesting place. I'm surprised they haven't knocked it down. They said they were going to turn it into a hotel at some point, but uh, I think it's a little bit too far gone now. There's a lot of history there. You know, we we do want to make some more videos on historic areas. It's just, um, well, yeah, we can't uh, we can't do it for free anymore. And uh, YouTube, you've really got to kick you, you've really got to kick the algorithm in the ass to get any kind of reimbursement from it. And it's just not it. It just takes too much. And anyone who does do YouTube understands. They they they'll say, yep, I get that. And you've got to be very careful not to get caught in the YouTube trap because you will bend over backwards trying to make it work and there's just no guarantee that it will um, unless you sell out, you know, and, um, and then do videos you don't want to do. But the whole reason we do videos is because we want to do them, right? So, um, yeah, you don't want to get caught in that. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm actually really excited uh, for you to hear the um, hear the, uh, the the Fish Creek trip audio. Um, there's some funny moments, there's some serious moments, and look, there's some controversial moments because I'm Jake, 
Um, so you'll all find something in there. Um, you know, I think we do have quite a unique thing going here where it's... And it would be no different if I was in your passenger seat or if you were in mine and we were driving along together. We would be talking. So it would be really nice if I could get some, uh, some, some comments from you on some topics that you'd like me to talk about because I've got the words for them. Any topic you want, I've got the words for them. Um, got a lot to say about uh, new vehicles. I've got a lot to say about old vehicles. Um, all sorts of vehicles. I've got a lot to say about um, about certain certain words that describe going out in the bush. You know, one of them's camping. That's that's a word that I've got a lot to say about. Um, Off-roading is a word I've got a lot to say about. You know, I, I don't often do a lot of fishing. I love fishing. I do that all day, but I, I don't often get around to doing it. Steve was saying he's got all this fishing gear and he's sort of never never done anything with it. So I said, well, shit, let's make some time and let's go fishing. You know, I've really got a lot of time for the older folks because they don't they don't have a lot of time. So it's, it's up to me now to really spend some time with them and get those stories. Um, so uh, Steve is a man of stories. Um, Got to get those stories, fellas. Um, you know, because history is important. And if there's one thing we learn from histi history is that uh, we don't learn from history. You know, how's that for a saying? Because we don't. You see history repeating itself in all sorts of ways. Actually, I heard this saying, history doesn't repeat itself. Man does. And uh, so, you know, we, that's what kept, you know, especially the indigenous cultures, that's what kept them going for as, as long as they have. It's the stories. Carry on the stories. Stories that say, if you do this, then this happens. Um, you know, they used stories as maps songs as maps well the songs are stories you know so um i love a good map i love a good song i love a good story just about to rock up to the prison now so um yeah look we're heading into that busy time just before the uh the holidays and i'm actually seeing maybe people aren't going to rush around so much because they know they can't get the things they want to get uh you know, presents for loved ones, that sort of thing. Well, um, we're at a situation in my family where we don't ask for what we want anymore because we can't get it. And we don't want people to stress about getting that thing that we want. Um, and we can all afford the things we want these days anyway. So uh, I just asked for seeds because I love gardening. I, gardening has to be a part of my life. Otherwise, I don't, I don't have 100% of my life. I've, I do gardening. I love it. Um, and vegetables. I love growing vegetables. Beetroots are a big thing at the moment. And uh, tomorrow I'm harvesting a lot of the beets and pickling them. And also sauerkraut because I've got sensitive guts. So I love a bit of sauerkraut. really helps out. And making your own is just the best way to do it. And it's very rewarding. So I'm uh, going to get a lot of that done. 
And yeah, if you're not already following Agritherapy on Instagram, that's that's me in my garden. And Agritherapy because garden therapy was taken, so it's just, you know, a bit of agriculture therapy. It's just a name and it's just Jake in the garden with Roger and the chooks and the veggies. So um you know, I try to that's that's a very peaceful thing, so um get across there. All right, I'm at the prison, so I will speak to you guys very soon. Stay healthy, and if you're healthy, you're happy. Because, um, look, if you're not ha happy, you're not healthy. Because unhappiness is not healthy. So um, do whatever you've got to do. And happiness is, is, is open to interpretation, you know. Um, we can talk more about that another time. I'm parking the car now, so that's not time for a tangent. Uh, awesome. Love you guys. See you very soon.